Good morning, Pod Squad. How we doing? <coughs> Countdown check. 20 days, 16 hours and 45 minutes. Oh, I've got so much content to get out between now and Glastonbury. So many WTF videos. Season 4 has been amazing, but goodness me, does it take me a lot longer to make the episodes. Oh well, with quality comes time. Uh, in today's episode, we're revisiting season two of episode sorry season four episode two we're looking at glass animals who have had just an amazing career continue to push their sound so much over the last kind of five ten years one of the biggest bands i can think of triple j winners like hottest 100 winners and also like absolutely donning the billboard hot 100 at the moment um just a fucking cool band fucking cool band and I'm going to thoroughly enjoying revisiting this this episode so without further ado who the fuck are glass animals well welcome back to who the fuck the show aiming to take a deep dive over some of the acts playing across festival season 2022 in today's episode we're covering the enigmatic glass animals one of the most exciting bands to come out of the uk in the last 10 years there's not even a question there they're just the coolest guys the coolest coolest guys three albums deep and in this video we're going to be going over their career if you've never heard of them before hopefully this video helps answer the question who the Glass animals. Sometimes I think about is you. Late nights in the middle of June. Dave, Drew, Edmund and Joe are the four members that make up Glass Animals. They're from Oxford in England. Well, Dave's from Texas, but the rest of them are from Oxford in England. Genre-wise, they've been described as psychedelic pop, indie pop, indie rock, electronic rock. You know, drawing comparisons to Glass Animals is no easy feat. They're clearly an indie band, and they've mastered implementing electronic pop into their sounds in a way that feels very kind of friendly fires in Tame Impala. <laughs> those guys are people that have also mastered that technique. Dave, the lead singer of the band, has expressed that the Beach Boys have a massive impression on them as a band. As well as many other amazing acts. The Glass Animal story starts with the release of their debut EP, Leaflings, independent released on Kaya Records. Four-track EP most notably featured the record, Coca Hooves, which would also go on to feature on the band's debut album. Shortly after the release of the EP, Adele's producer, Paul Epworth, whoa, Adele's producer, Paul Epworth. Are we defining Paul Epworth by just working with Adele? Let's just go through a few of his artists. We're talking Maximo Park, Kano, The Future Heads, Jack Pinate, Florence and the Machine, Plan B, Crystal Castles, Adele, Friendly Fires, and let's not forget the greatest album ever recorded, Silent Alarm by Block Party. And that's just to name a few. There's quite a lot more that Paul Epworth has touched. He's an absolute icon of a producer. Anyway, Paul Epworth, he decides in, I don't know, whenever it was, decides he's going to start a new record label and called it Wolf Tone. And it's at this point that he discovers Glass Animals, making them the first artist signed to Wolf Tone. This was then followed up with the EP in 2013 entitled Glass Animals, which would feature a collaboration with the Chicago-based Gene Doe on the record Woozy. <laughs> as well as records Excess, Scylla, and the incredible Black Mambo. Down, 
the latter three records would go on to feature on the debut album, and Black Mambo was the first record, in my opinion, that would pave the way for their style. In 2014, they would release the single Pulls, which would subsequently be released as an EP with a plethora of remixes and B-sides, as well as a cover of Kanye West's Love Lockdown. I'm not loving you way I wanted to in 2014, bands were still doing this, collaborating with artists and releasing remixes. Every major indie record would have a remix. So many people knew Florence from her dance records. You know, I'm thinking Boy 8-Bit, uh, Justice, uh, Fake Blood. Those amazing DJs that would work with really cool indie artists and making amazing records. Basically, it was a real movement in music, making it really easy to DJ and very exciting. It's a trend that I've started to notice to come back. Even Sam Fender's putting out B-sides now. How on Audi Def Q last year with 17 going under is a record that I think absolutely smashes it. And he also plays that live. In 2014, they put out the record Hazy. Before releasing the record that would, in my opinion, put them on the map in April 2014, the outstanding sonic masterpiece that is Gooey. June of 2014, they put out their debut album, Zabba. The album featured the previous five singles and was released with favorable acclaim, with large music outlets like Clash, Enemy, and Q all giving highly rated reviews. Following the release of their album, they would tour extensively in both the Southern and Northern Hemispheres, playing 130 shows in 2015 alone. As a band, that's no easy feat. Like DJs, I understand that, right? Like half of your year, 130 shows. It's like every Every three days you're playing a new show. In 2015, they were going to collaborate with Brooklyn's own Joey Badass on the record Lose Control. May 2016, they put out the single Life Itself. first record taken from their upcoming sophomore album. The record evolves on the sound established in the first album, utilizing like heavy use of rhythmic percussion and samples. They then followed this up with the record Youth in July, which would be announced to be part of the FIFA 2017 track list. Does this officially make Glass Animals Dark Fruits? I think it might do. Youth is absolutely one of their standout records, and it certainly made me pay a lot more attention to. In August 2016, they released their sophomore album, How To Be A Human Being. The album would also feature singles, Season 2, Episode 3, Agnes, and my personal favorite, Pork Soda. single that saw hundreds of fans bringing real and prop pineapples to their show. In July 2018, drummer Joe Seward was seriously injured when hit by a lorry while cycling in Dublin. The accident and recovery resulted in the band cancelling the remaining tours and tour dates for that year and going on a, not a hiatus, but a bit of a break. In 2019 though, they came back with a vengeance, releasing the incredible Tokyo Drifting, this time as a collaboration with the iconic Denzel Curry. Oh. A record
record that Dave said that he had to channel his inner Sasha Fierce, that's Beyonce's onstage alter ego, create the character Wavy Davey, allowing him to deliver a heavier sound. In February, they'd put out the brilliant Your Love Deja Vu, an upbeat record that continues to build on their more rhythmic samples, electronic style, and is also one of my favorite records. I can feel your love, your temporary touch. In May, they announced the name of their upcoming third album, Dreamland, as well as releasing the title track. Prior to the release of the album, they put out the single Heat Waves, along with a music video that was entirely shot during the COVID-19 lockdown in London, with everyone participating from the Terrace Street windows. Sometimes I think about is you, late nights in the middle of June. The single would later go on to make it all the way to the number one spot in the Triple J Hottest 100 in 2020. The album was released in August of 2020 to critical acclaim, going both platinum and gold in Canada and America retrospectively, achieving number two in the UK album chart, and very comfortably making it onto the Music Club albums of 2020. It was absolutely the sound of 2020 in my opinion. It was the lockdown record we all needed and all deserved. The album also featured the previous three singles, along with incredible standouts Tangerine, which would later be released as a single, featuring the majestic and ethereal Arlo Parks. Wanna see you blooming like a tulip with your hat. And finally, in September 2021, they put out their newest single, I Don't Wanna Talk, I Just Wanna Dance, which would go on to feature on the deluxe version of Dreamland. Their most popular record is Heat Waves, currently sat on over 1 billion streams on Spotify, making them the 36th most popular music act in the world on Spotify. Just think about that for a second. They're at number 36. We've got every pop act ever. We're talking every Harry Styles record, every Billie Eilish record, Justin Bieber, Taylor Swift, The Weeknd, Post Malone. Every big act falls just underneath them and they come in at number 36. That's how Outrageous. This will be their third time playing Reading and Leeds, and I think it's their first time playing Splendour in the grass. Uh, they've not been announced for Glastonbury yet, but I can see a giant Glastonbury-sized hole in their touring schedule. You know, I think they're just one of the most exciting bands to come out in the last 10 years. They really do push pop music in a way which I think we all need right now. Every record they release is just absolute fire. And I've never seen them, so I'm really excited to check their set out. If they play Glastonbury, I'll be seeing them three times this year, which I think is absolutely nuts. But hey-ho, that's that's the way the cookie crumbles. I love glass animals. I'd love to know what you have to say. Let me know your thoughts in the comment section below, as always. And I will, of course, see you in the next one. Cheers.